0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Our Lady of Sorrows Parish at St. Matthias Church. Today we are celebrating the fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time. Mass is being offered for Catherine Kowalczyk. Please stand and welcome each other to Mass today. Our processional hymn this morning is found in the Gather Hymnal, number 616, number 616.
1: Him in glider.
0: And the communion of their spirit be with all of you. And with your spirit. This morning's gospel takes us to the beginning of Jesus' ministry, to the Capernaum Temple, where his teaching and his healing reveals much about him and about us. As we prepare ourselves to hear the word, we seek the Lord's mercy. Lord Jesus, you are forever the light of the world. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the resurrection and the life. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen.
1: Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Bless you, we adore you.
0: one in truth of heart through Christ our Lord
2: a reading from the book of Deuteronomy Deuteronomy Moses spoke to all the people saying a prophet like me Will the Lord your God raise up for you from among your own kin? To him you shall listen. This is exactly what you requested of the Lord your God at Horeb. On the day of the assembly, when you said, Let us not again hear the voice of the Lord our God, nor see this great fire any more, lest we die. And the Lord said to me, This was well said, I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their kin, and will put my words into his mouth. He shall tell them all that I commanded him. Whoever will not listen to my words, which he speaks in my name, I myself will make him answer for it. But if a prophet presumes to speak in my name, an oracle that I have not commanded him to speak, or speaks in the name of other gods, he shall die. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God.
0: Please turn to the front of the gather
1: hymnal to number 66, number 6-6. Six, six.
2: saint paul's to the corinthians brothers and sisters i should like you to be free of anxieties an unmarried man is anxious about the things of the lord how he may please the lord but a married man is anxious about the things of the world how he may please his wife and he is divided an unmarried woman or a virgin is anxious about the things of the Lord, so that she may be holy in both body and spirit. A married woman, on the other hand, is anxious about the things of the world, how she may please her husband. I am telling you this for your own benefit, not to impose a restraint upon you, but for the sake of propriety an adherence to the Lord without distraction. The word of the Lord.
1: Thanks Thanks be to God.
0: according to Mark. According to you, oh O Lord. Then they came to Capernaum, and on the Sabbath Jesus entered the synagogue and taught. The people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority, and not as their scribes. In their synagogue was a man with an unclean spirit. He cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Quiet, come out of him. The unclean spirit convulsed him, and with a loud cry came out of him. All were amazed and asked one another, What is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirit's and they obey him. His fame spread everywhere throughout the whole region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
0: Whether it's going to school for the first time, moving into a new house, relocating, Starting a new job, starting out is never, ever easy. And it's odd how embarking on something new always brings with it both excitement as well as anxiety. It's been very enjoyable to work with our new bishop these past couple of weeks as he starts out, as he adjusts to his new home, to his new diocese as he learns about our blessings and our challenges. And while he's probably anxious and nervous about some things, those worries don't seem to be getting the best of him. His time among us, of course, is still young, and we need to keep him in our prayers as his leadership unfolds. Well, this past week, he met with almost all of our priests in three groupings. One Tuesday afternoon, one Wednesday afternoon, one Thursday afternoon. And one of the things that Bishop Bonner said is that he expects not only to learn a lot about us, but also to learn about himself. And I thought, my, that's wise. Because if we're honest, we know that we never have ourselves entirely figured out. There are corners of who we are that have yet to be explored, things that need to be acted upon and looked at. And if we're honest, we know that we don't have ourselves entirely figured out. That seems true of Jesus too, as this morning the gospel takes us to the synagogue of Capernaum where he begins his ministry, and there we come across quite a scene. Now, when he goes there, he does what any educated Jewish man at that time can do. He comments on his understanding of the scriptures, of the sacred writings of his Jewish people, most of which we call the Old Testament. That's what a synagogue is for. It's a place of learning. And as his commentary evolves into teaching, we are told that the people are spellbound by what he says, that there is this authority from deep within him that seems to take hold of them. And they sense that something profoundly new is going on. Now, we don't know exactly whether Jesus himself, as fully a human being, fully grasped what was happening within him and through him. But then we are told, that this amazing interruption occurs as a man possessed by an unclean spirit interrupts his teaching and says, what have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come here to destroy us? Now this is strange territory for us. These days we talk little of unclean spirits or demons, but clearly they are real. They have their hold on people. And according to the text of today's gospel, seldom do these demons travel alone. They say to Jesus, what have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Which means that the unclean parts of us are seldom singular. I'm not talking about our being possessed by the devil or anything like that. It's just that almost always... You and I are captive to several forms of sin taking hold of us. So if, for example, we're dishonest, maybe that will lead us to be mean. Uh, Those sort of things seem to walk together. And that's often reflected in how we talk today. So we might observe someone and say to someone else, it looks as though he or she is facing his or her demons. We're not saying the person is possessed by the devil. We're saying the person is looking at his or her dark side. Never an easy thing. But chances are they're looking at not just one area of sin, but several. Yet the odd thing about what the unclean spirits say to Jesus is this. They say, I know who you are, the Holy One of God. And they seem to know who Jesus is when nobody else there does. Before Jesus expels them from the man, he silences these demons. He says, quiet, get out of him. Now, what's going on here? Well, some say that evil almost always recognizes good, especially when good is about to win out over it. That very often evil persons and evil movements will do all they can to protect themselves and to assert themselves, especially when they know their days are numbered. That may be one of the reasons why the unclean spirits recognize Jesus. But his telling them to be quiet, that's part of how Mark tells the story. Because in that gospel, every time someone or something recognizes Jesus as the Holy One of God, Whether it's Peter, whether it's someone he's healed, whether it's these people out of whom he cast demons, he tells them, do not say anything about this to anyone. It's what we call the messianic secret of Mark's gospel, keeping the true identity of Jesus a secret until it is finally revealed on the cross when a pagan Roman soldier at the foot of the cross says, truly, this man was the son of God. And his telling people to be quiet about who he is is also how he gradually grows in his understanding of himself as God's beloved son. Throughout Mark's gospel, Mark is making it clear that Jesus seems to constantly be learning about who he is and what he is about. That's part of what it means to be human just as we see those who follow him learn and grow in their understanding of themselves. We see how Peter evolves in the Gospel. We see how Saint Paul evolves in the New Testament. We see how the great saints of our tradition are men and women who throughout their lives allow their faith to challenge them and move them forward. We even look at our own lives and see how, while we are the same person, we are, we were 20, 30, 45 years ago, we still are different in many ways. We have grown through our experience, through our understanding, through our learning. And while much of you and I remains part of who we are, we, in truth, are not exactly the same people that we were a year ago when we first found out about this virus. Through these past months, Because of this scourge and its limitations, we have learned more about ourselves, haven't we? We've learned about who and what is important. We've learned about how our minds work. We've learned about the place of faith in our lives, about our attitudes toward other people. We have learned how fragile this earthly life of ours is and how much we have often taken for granted. So it is to this place we come today, and to this altar, bringing ourselves as the fragile clay vessels that St. Paul writes about in his second letter to the Corinthians, some of the finest words in the New Testament. Here's what he says. God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, has indeed shown in our hearts to bring to light the glory of God on the face of Jesus Christ. But we hold this treasure in earthen vessels in our bodies, that the surpassing power may be of God and not of us. For we are afflicted in every way, but not constrained, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. Always carrying in our body the dying of Jesus Christ so that the life of Jesus Christ may also be manifested in our body. It's clear from this morning's gospel that our Savior carried the life of his Father within him. And at the synagogue in Capernaum, he learned more about that divine life within him just as he would every single day of his earthly life. The scriptures tell us he grew in wisdom, age, and grace before God and others. And he respected that mystery within him, never trying to solve it, never trying to prove anything by it. He simply learned about it, and he rose to it. And he passed on his life to us. We carry our Savior's life within us, in these fragile earthen vessels. Today we pray that we do not forget this gift we have been given, and that we continue to grow into it and through it, dying to parts of ourselves when necessary, so that we learn and grow in our ability to manifest it whenever and wherever we can. amen with confidence we bring before the lord our prayers and our needs
2: for the catholic church may our lessons of faith by word and example truly connect people with the presence of god in the world we pray to the lord lord hear our prayer for all christians may our greatest influence in daily living be jesus and his gospel we pray to the lord Lord, hear our for all who seek peace, we pray for our soldiers, sailors, marines, and airmen. May God protect them as they protect all of us, we pray to the Lord. Lord hear our for those who differ from us, may the seeking of the common good be ever present in our attitudes and behavior, we pray to the Lord. Lord hear our for our human family, we pray for those who are troubled and for those who mourn. We pray for those who are angry and who seek revenge. May they know that Jesus is there in His healing and new life. We pray to the Lord. Lord, here, for those who care for the sick, and those in the medical profession—doctors, nurses, technicians—and all who assist in healing. We pray for our parishioners involved in the work of healing, and may God strengthen and inspire their work. We pray to the Lord.
0: Lord, hear our prayer.
2: And for the sick, may they be restored to health in mind and body. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And for our beloved dead, may the light of our Redeemer lead them into paradise. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer.
0: Lord God, you are our shelter and our strength in every age you listen to the prayers of your people. Hear those we bring before you this day, for we make them through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Please turn in the Gather Hymn to number 716, number 716. Just to May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands, for the praise and the glory of his name, for our good and good of all his holy church. O Lord, we bring to your altar these offerings of our service. Be pleased to receive them, we pray, and transform them into the sacrament of our redemption. Through Christ our Lord, Amen. amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your heart. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and eternal God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. For through his paschal mystery he accomplished the marvelous deed by which he has freed us from the yoke of sin and death, summoning us to the glory of being now called a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for your own possession, to proclaim everywhere your mighty works, for you have called us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory. celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, our church, spread throughout the world, and bring us to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, David, our bishop, and all church leaders. Remember your servant, Catherine Cavalchic, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she, who is united with your son in a death like his, may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray. That with Mary, the virgin mother of God, with Joseph, her spouse, with the apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours, Almighty Father. Forever and ever. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. At our Savior's command, informed by divine teaching and graciously grant peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And your Let's offer each other the sign of peace. Enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my, and my soul, soul shall healed. May the body of Christ bring us to everlasting life. Amen.
1: I sin oh the joy.
0: by these redeeming gifts we pray O lord that through this help to eternal salvation true faith may ever increase through christ our lord amen Amen. as we go forth ask you to please remember your prayers the family of adele glista one of our parishioners who died on friday and his funeral will be tuesday morning here at 11. Um, mrs glista was 100 years old she celebrated her birthday in november came here during the weekday for Mass with her family, very active throughout the years in choir, in quilters, and in the guild. So we ask God's blessing and eternal rest upon her and comfort for her family. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us go forth in peace, glorifying the Lord by our lives. Thanks be to God. In the gather hymnal number 615, number 615.